You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. Bro, I don't know. It's been 40 years since Star Wars. It's crazy, man. It's it's, it's unreal how big Star Wars truly is. Well, it's kind of like you had said before, like everyone that makes that argument that Star Trek is better, like more popular than Star Wars. Right. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like, who are you talking to about that? It's just, it's just, it's just one of those things, you know, it's, it's one of those arguments. Is it Star Trek or is it Star Wars? Which is more popular, this or that or, you know, shit like that. Yeah. But, man, there's so much Star Trek out there that it may... that. It's got to be popular just by sheer volume thrown into your face. Oh, yeah, because of everything that, like, everything that is going on with it, there's always new series coming out, you know, but Star Star Wars has been more based on the, uh, based in the, I guess, the Hollywood big screen well, type you, of thing well, compared yeah, to Star Trek, I which mean, Star Trek has had the, all the shows and all these movies. Yeah. Um, but... I just look at it in scale of like you know, Star Trek is awesome. I love Star Trek. Oh yeah, don't Especially, get shit twisted, bro. Like uh, Deep Space Nine was good, but uh, Star Trek. Um, uh, oh my God, Next Generation was yeah. was unbelievable. Absolutely, Picard was one of my favorite captains. But I still look at it as well that like Star Wars is Star Wars. Well, I mean, when you think about it, you know, in in the seventies, the original Star Wars first came out, and it held its water all the way up until Episode One. Yeah, I mean, come on, for real. Mm-hmm. So, and then we got Jar Jar Binks. Hey. It ruined everything. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Jar Jar's the man. Jar Jar's the man, bro. There's a TikTok of um, I cannot remember her name, but the dude runs up to her. He's like, "You you like Star Wars?" She's like, "Yeah, look at this. Uh, I got the the child tattooed on my leg." And he's like, "That's so hot." And she's like, "Yeah, on the back of my leg, I have Jar Jar Binks. He's definitely the best character out there." And he's like. <laughs> Cool. And it shows him like <laughs> slam the door. He's like, I don't give a damn how hot she is. Jar Jar Binks fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, man. But what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It is your boy, Celeb, back again, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, man? What's up, big? We are not joined by TJ this week. Uh, TJ had to work a little late, um, and it's, it's kind of bleeding into Memorial Weekend, so it's going to be a little busy. He had some stuff he had to take care of, so um, he had to skip out uh, on this week's episode, but he will be back next week for sure. Um, Excited about this episode. We got some cool things to talk about, Um, a couple of little discussion pieces here and there, but before any of that happens, of course, we got to talk about what have we been drinking and what have we been gaming. So, Bolts, what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? Um, drinking a whole lot of nothing, really. A yeah. lot of water. Um, I, I started my fasting because apparently my big ass weighs 280 pounds, which mm-hmm. blows my mind. <laughs> which absolutely, I could look, look, I look at myself and everybody else looks at me and they're yeah. like 250, 260 yeah. max. I put my ass on the scale today, it was like 287. I was like, You're what like, in the hell? <laughs> so I started a little fasting. Um, I'm not drinking any more soda. I haven't drank, I haven't had a soda in like three weeks. Well, that's good. Um, nothing but water, little, little, little sugar-free everything. I'm going to follow suit. 
You will get your I'm ass on the to. bull, boy. I'm going to follow suit. Get your on ass the bull, boy. on the bull, boy. Get on the bull, boy. Yeah, on the bull, boy. <laughs> so, uh, what about gaming? Gaming-wise, um, I, I still consistently play Elder Scrolls Legends. I really do. Um, and then um, I, I've officially... <laughs> uh, I'm on the third episode of the Assassin's Creed uh, Atlantis DLC. Um, I have officially logged 158 hours with uh, with Cassandra, um, so I'm over 300 hours total on Assassin's Creed <laughs> as we speak. Damn, son! That <laughs> between, is crazy. Between Alexios and Cassandra, um, Alexios, I got 145 hours without the DLC, um, and I've got 157 hours with uh, with the uh, um, the Atlantis DLC uh, with Cassandra, and I Good still Lord, yet I, I still haven't completed the story mode. In the original story mode. That's ridiculous, bro. Uh, um, I, I play little little Grand Theft. Oh, I can't play Grand Theft Auto anymore. I was playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, they Why took can't it, you play it because they took it off Game Pass. Oh my God, bro! Uh, but that's Rockstar. That that wasn't that's Rockstar. Rockstar released Red Dead Two, um, and took off Grand Theft Auto, which was wh- oh yeah, they put Red Dead on yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which is understandable. Rockstar has has done that in the past. Yeah. Um, but that is really it. Um, okay. I've, I've dove, I've, I've re resubmerged myself in Assassin's Creed. Um, and after I get done doing that, uh, I'll have a couple months before Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. So that's right. That is right. Well, drinking wise, I've been drinking the stone, uh, Tiki pack, uh, which is, uh, it's the stone Tiki escape pack. Um, two of my favorite ones in there right now are the. Uh, Buena Vista Salt Lime Lager and also the Tiki Escape IPA. Really good beers. Definitely make sure to check them out. Um, Gaming-wise, I have been playing a lot. I've been playing Black Ops Zombies, also playing... Saints Row? Well, yeah, Saints Row, but um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, because Ultra Instinct Goku came out, so, so which uh, oh another Goku, never mind. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I actually did a little battle earlier, Bolts. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was a perfect battle. It was like base Goku, Super Saiyan Goku, and then Goku Blue yeah. versus base Vegeta, Super Saiyan Vegeta, and, and Blue Vegeta, and uh, the fucking computer beat the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, I am so rusty on this game. Beat the shit out of me, so I'm gonna try to start playing back into it a little bit more. I think there's some more characters coming soon. So, um, but also, of course, like what Bolt said, I've been playing Saints Row the Third Remastered. So, speaking of that, we're gonna get down into me kind of talking a little bit about my review. Um, I love Saints Row. I've always been a big fan. So has Bolts. Yes, Bolts absolutely. Is, Bolts is actually one of the ones that kind of introduced me to Saints Row uh, with Saints Row 1, which yes. was exclusive on Xbox. Uh, it was exclusive on Xbox. It came out 2006, and um, it is, it's a great game. Um, Saints Row 2, as in the, these are the words of Bolts earlier. Saints Row 2 kind of roll, rolled up that bar a little bit, yep. got a little bit higher. And then Saints Row the Third came out, and it it was a rocket into fucking outer space, man. Like <laughs> it went from hey, you know, Saints Row was a little crazy, and and we tried to like push the push the envelope as much as possible. Saints Row the Third pushes it to the extent. Of man, the it word. does, bro. It does. So Saints Row the Third originally came out in 2011. It's it's kind of weird. It's been out for almost um, uh, nine years now. I know it's crazy. So with that said. Saints Row uh, the Third just kind of pretty much out of nowhere. 
um, was announced that it was coming back as a remaster. So everyone kind of thought, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, if it's a remaster, cool. It'll probably be like 4K and whatever else. Um, this game is the epitome of what a remaster needs to be. This game is beautiful. It's breathtaking. Um, and I am really shocked the job that Sparasoft has done with this game. Um, now, Sparasoft has actually worked on many a games. They've worked on the Assassin's Creed series, and they are actually one of the studios that is helping with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Good deal. Um, they, they've worked on a good chunk of games, um, and they really made this game something special, uh, especially in the times that we are in right now. Some people out there that are still kind of in quarantine, if you're looking for a game that you want to play that is something that is like out the wazoo, crazy open world action game um, that is a little crude. Uh, it is very crude at times. There's actually um, a full-on dildo bat in the game. <laughs> it's like a hey, let me tell you about the hold dildo up. bat. Let me tell you something about that. Um, back in um, when, when was Saint Rose Three originally released? Oh, uh, 2011. 2011. Okay, <laughs> it's an open world game, so you can basically go in there and do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yep. So I'm sitting there playing it, you know, so on and so forth. And my son at that time was three years old. Yeah. Slowly get, you know, he was old enough to grab the controller, you know, run around and, yeah. you know, do some shit like that. Uh, but probably about around five, you know, four or five years old, he's he really able to do what he wants. You know, about five, he started playing Minecraft with yeah. me. So, um, so he was there. Well, he was playing Saints Row and... Um, when it, was this a couple of years later? Was this? Well, well I mean, two, was it yeah. 2011 or was it like 2013? 2013. Okay. Um, we were playing. I was playing Saints Row Three, mm-hmm. um, and of course, I, I, I've, at this time, I've done collected everything, dildo bats and yeah. shit like that. He's running around beating the shit out of people with this dildo bat. <laughs> and his mother walks into the room, and she goes, "Aaron James, you need to pause that game right now." And I'm 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 sitting on the pot at this time, uh-huh. right? And I could hear it. I'm like, "Oh no, what just happened?" And about that time, I hear I hear my ex-wife go, "James Lewis, get in the slipper room right now." So so I pinch it off. I get up and I walk in there, <laughs> and she goes, "What is Aaron doing?" And I'm looking at the screen. And he's and he paused it when he, right when he's hitting this dude right across the face with this big old purple <laughs> dildo bat. I'm like, I'm like, babe, it's a dildo bat. She goes, it's a dildo bat. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. But yeah, yeah, that's that that's just an extreme of what Saints Row that is. That is that is yeah, that is a, a very <laughs> uh, very uh, narrowed down way of like and explaining. The sound effects, it's like, oh yeah, bro, it's, oh, it's hilarious, man. The interactions. And so on and so forth. You have other weapons like shark matic to where he you shoot chum yeah. on someone, <laughs> and then a giant shark like spits up out of the ground and and uh, kills them. Or you know, and the crazy uh, the the crazy characters that are in the, that are in the world, the crazy vehicles. There's literally like you can get uh, Professor Genki's ball of yarn. It's just a giant ball of yarn that yep. you just run over people with. It's super crazy, man. So. Um, but about this game, what's nuts is that it looks phenomenal. Bolts, you saw me playing it earlier. 
looks like a completely different game. It does, but even on the 360 and the PS3, it was st- it still it was. looked really it good. It totally was, man. Um, it's it's it, weird. It aged well. It even, aged even, really even well. With the, even with the remake, if you went back and played it on the 360 and PS3, on your next gen consoles backwards compatibility if it's if it's acceptable yeah. it has aged very well yeah and it was uh i mean for the most part like the, i think the only thing that really um that really kind of didn't age well in it was some of the facial animations of the characters absolutely um but for the most part it looks awesome overall it's ridiculous uh now bolt me and him are kind of watching a little bit of the comparison the digital foundry did to where it was like the original versus the remastered um and you could tell like when he's driving into Steelport, um the difference look at that bro the original oh yeah to, I mean, absolutely this is a this isn't just a remaster it's almost like a, like a remake like it's uh, yeah. not a it's not technically a remake of the story or changing things up like we've seen done in previous years um, but they really really poured a lot of love into this game oh yeah um, way more than what I think anyone actually expected them to you know it's it's funny you say that I was I was uh I was looking at something on um uh on Facebook just you know a couple of hours ago uh-huh. and th- there was a mod that they put out there for the, for GTA uh-huh. like ultra realism you know texture pack and the and and and, and that that's where we're getting as you can see on the on the on the remastered of yeah. Saints Row it's almost there that next gen console we're getting it's going to be on it really is bro i mean just to think about the type of games like this these open world games like uh, GTA, uh, uh, Red Dead, Saints Row, whatever, you know, when they come out, they're going to be stellar. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's going to be something yes, that you're going to just be like shock and awe. Yep. Um, so what's crazy about this game, as I said, is the fact that it's so uh, masterfully remastered. Um, and as I said in my review, um, it is... It's, it's just shocking. Uh, now, you can unlock the frame rates in the game. You can unlock it on PS4, Xbox One, PS4 Pro, and Xbox right, One right. X. Um, they did say, um, and I noticed what I've seen online, the uh, the regular version for the for the regular PS4, Yeah. when you unlock the frame rates, there's always a possibility that you're going to have some issues with the game, whatever else. But PS4 Pro, I think logged... Um, from what I saw online, it logged about 49 to 50 frames. Xbox One X is like 59 frames flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. But most of the times, I usually just kept it locked at 30 frames per second, and it just ran a lot smoother. Um, but like I said, um, Saints Row the Third Remastered is uh, a definite buy for anyone that's looking for something affordable and fun to play. This is by far... One of the best Saints Row titles in the series and is now definitely the best looking with the graphical enhancements that Spearsoft has introduced. Um, this little quote right here I think is perfect and it, it is so cringeworthy at the same time. This title <laughs> has everything a gamer wants during their time in quarantine. So if you're in the house and you're in the house bored, <laughs> bored in the house and you're in the house bored. <laughs> So if you're bored in the house and you're in the house bored, get Saints Row the Third Remastered right now. Uh, it's thirty nine ninety nine. You get thirty DLC. Um, I would say you get all the DLC. You get all the DLC. I mean, you get online co op thirty nine ninety nine. 
I, and I don't mean to. I'm not hating no. on anybody else that that reviewed this game, but I saw some people kind of like point out little things about the game here and there. Think about what we're getting with this. That's what I base my review off of and my review score. We're not getting, you know, some brand new game or whatever else. We're getting a game that we're familiar with, but we're getting an open world, fully remastered game that looks unbelievable, that is very fun to play, um, and that has all of the content wrapped into this for $39. Based off that price and based off the, based off the aspect of um, just everything that you get in there, I mean... Literally, people should be running, uh, should be lined up like this, like it's toilet paper, bro. Uh, no, I have to you know agree. What I'm I mean, it's 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 an amazing deal, y'all. It truly it, is. It really is, man. Um, now, I did always have my one little thing. There's a character that dies in the game. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, and it just always rubbed me the wrong way, bro. That like the right after it happened, it was almost like Desmond Miles. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It was just like, oh man. But you know, whatever. Um, to each their own. To each their own. But with that being said, though, Bolts, I want us to kind of compare Saints Row to Grand Theft Auto. Okay. So I would probably say I really started enjoying Grand Theft Auto um, about at Grand Theft Auto 4. Grand Theft Auto 4 was a great Grand Theft Auto uh, game. Grand Theft Auto 4 is, look, look, I know Grand Theft Auto gets its love yeah. for what it is. But let me tell you something. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Four, the the game figures alone on that game blows almost anything out of the water yeah. that that Grand Theft Auto has produced. Oh, I agree, bro. Grand Theft Auto Four was just one of those games that just kind of stuck with me, uh, and it was actually the first Grand Theft Auto game that I actually beat from start to finish. Not just the story, but also all the DLC. Right. And um, the characters, the Nico Bellic. Uh, Nico Bellic. Oh my God, bro. Just everything about that game was great. But even though it had a comedic side, I always felt more serious about Grand Theft Auto 4. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had oh, this... Oh, no, I understand. I don't know. I I'd like I thought it was fun and stuff like that, but I also still was just kind of like... It was weird to me. It was, it was like even the funny stuff in that game, I didn't really take in a comedic way. I was like, okay, I got to go do this. Like, yeah. you know, um, I was kind of more driven on that game to just beat it, but... Comparing that to comparing that to Saints Row is a little hard. When you compare them, they're they're similar. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're similar, but they are vastly different. Yes, vastly different. You know, Saints Row. E- even when the first Saints Row came out, um, e- even at times that game was a little a little over the top compared to the ultra ultra realistic that Grand Theft Auto was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, Grand Theft Auto is based on real life cities. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say at that point. My bad. Uh, all, you know, real cities, real, real stuff in, 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 in real time. Um, Saints Row just kind of takes it to a, to a whole other level. You know, it, it, man, it's, Saints Row 1 was, well, it, it was a realistic stance, but like I said, it had times whenever it was over the top. You know, Gat alone, his character oh, yeah. is completely Gat, over, yeah. is, th- it's completely over I the top. I think what it was with Saints Row 1, it had that gang aspect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Something like you literally, you had the third row Saints, and you were going against four other gangs. You know, you had your comedic stuff in there, but it still it made you feel more... Um, it made you feel more uh, like serious and 
kind of hardcore and stuff like that in that aspect. Because your character in Saints Row 1 was just like the character, pretty much just like the character in, in Grand Theft Auto 3. Yes. You know, he was like, you know, he didn't talk. He was he was the muscle. He was the muscle. You know, he did whatever they said. So then what's crazy is that in 2008, um, Grand Theft Auto 4 launched for Rockstar in April. And then in October, Saints Row 2 launched for THQ at that time. So <clears throat> even though some people gave it lower reviews... It was extremely highly, highly received by fans. Like it was uh, a fantastic game. Um, I thought personally, it was probably probably one of my favorite open world games to ever release. Oh yeah. Um, and the customization, bro, being able to buy all those buildings, like you could buy like two to three cribs and like customize your crib however you wanted to. Your, your gang members, uh, all that bro, stuff. Wow. And, and, and that's the first time you could you could truly customize your open world character. Oh, yeah, bro. Grand, like, Theft you, Grand Theft Auto, you have a set character. Yeah. Saints Row, you go everywhere down to the muscles, to the voice, to the clothes, to the hair, everything. That's right. Um, and it's a, it's a, it was a groundbreaking game. Now, comparing those two, how would you say would you say that you liked one more than the other or did you would you feel that you like more features in one than the other um i i would say i like i like i like certain games more than i do the other game um to me um i absolutely love saints row yeah um i thought it was a great new aspect um of the open world sandbox type genre um just the the the, the, the it just felt a little bit more freedom than than the original game uh grand theft autos yeah. Um. And Saints Row Two is just is is where it was at for me. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, it's just it's it's just one of those things. I, to me, overall, I would probably prefer Saints Row. Yeah. Um. But but Grand Theft Auto is great. It's great in its own way. It but. is. It is. And you know, I, I I actually agree with you on that, Bolts. Um. I think that uh I think that Saints Row is a great series. And honestly, like. You know, Grand Theft Auto stands out on its own, of course, uh, especially with games like Grand Theft Auto V. Grand Theft Auto V was unbelievable. Having the ability to switch million between... copies sold, bro. It's ridiculous. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being, having the ability to switch between three characters back-to-back and do whatever. Um, yeah, Trevor and all these other characters that were just like, Trevor, oh, Trevor was nuts. Trevor. Bro. I wanted a, a separate DLC of Trevor so damn I know, bad. bro. That would be awesome. Um, but... Saints Row, I don't know. Saints Row has always just had this real special place in my heart, man. Like, Saints Row 2 was great, but Saints Row 3 was just, oh, my God. And they came out so quick back-to-back, too. Like, Saints Row Saints Row uh, 2 came out in 2008. Saints Row 3 came out in 2011. And then Saints Row 4 came out, I think, in 2014 or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Or 2013. I wasn't the biggest fan of Saints Row 4. They added the addition of, like, superpowers. Oh, yeah. Like I said, that game right there really said, hey, let's just throw whatever the fuck we want in there. Yeah, yeah. So, but mind you, it, 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 um, with those superpowers and everything, it owned itself. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, listen, the game's fucking crazy. So, um, but with Saints Row the Third, it, it just hit something crazy. So, like, when I got this review code for Saints Row the Third Remastered, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I saw the videos and whatever, and there's probably going to be some problems I'm going to find with it, whatever. But 
I didn't, bro. And honestly, I know that they they didn't fuck with the controls. They left the I'm pretty sure they left the original control scheme and everything in there, but like it still felt great. Like it felt pretty awesome. Um I don't think there was a time that I was playing that I was like, "Oh my god, this is so slow." You know what I'm saying? So, I will say um, when we talk about remasters and stuff like that, there's a lot of times, and you've seen this as well, Bolts, that they'll remaster games and just put that new skin on it and leave the exact same controls. Yeah. And it just feels like shit. It does. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So you're like, oh, my God. It was so ridiculous to play through this. <laughs> but then you have games like this that honestly were built so well by Volition Games uh, at that time that the controls were pretty solid in general. So... Um, that's just our thoughts. I don't know, man. We're just doing a little bit, bit of a comparison. But Saints Row is always going to sit near and dear in me and Bolts' heart. So. And I absolutely loved it in Saints Row 2. Look, look. Saints Row 2 was my shit, man. It absolutely was. And the moment I could choose and create my own character and throw a British accent on somebody. Oh, yeah. Fucking was sold, yeah. bro. Yeah. I think probably my moment of just being sold on the game was in... Um, I think in Saints in Saints Row, uh, no, it was in Saints Row Two, when you you know you have that situation that you wake up at the prison, yeah, and you're breaking out. Just that whole scene of getting out of prison and getting back into the streets of Stillwater and everything like that was was crazy. But then whenever Saints Row the Third was announced, and then we found out that we were actually going to Steelport instead of Stillwater, I was like, okay, so bigger city. No new things, new gangs to face off against, and I just was sold on that game as well. So, anyways, um, enough of us blowing good steam up their asses about how amazing their games are. We all know that Deep Deep Silver and uh, you know Volition and now uh, SpareSoft uh, they do a great job. So. We are going to talk about some gaming news. I will probably, I could probably say this isn't going to be the longest episode that we've had. Um, we're going to kind of get into some, um, get into a few things uh, and topics about like the PlayStation Five and so on and so forth. Um, but I did want to say this as the first topic at hand. Um, thanks to the high-speed SSD of the PlayStation Five, the PS Five is rumored to be uh, around 100 times faster processing than the PS4. So, um, Bolts... What? <laughs> Fuck you, with that, With that said, there was a good chunk of this stuff that was kind of brought to our attention, um, but this new SSD drive, um, it says evolution of speed in the next generation of consoles, check-in load management, file to one-zero mapping, blah, 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 blah. Um, they've tested it, and the SSD will be approximately 100 times faster in processing speed than the previous PS4. Now, um, is, that, is that the regular PS4 or the PS4 Pro? And I say previous PS4, are they talking about the previous console they came out with? I think oh. they're just saying the PS4 in general. Okay. Because okay. I don't think the there was there wasn't really any big change uh between because like 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 if you take the xbox one s to the series x yeah it's like 120 times faster than what the xbox is yeah. i think possibly they're talking about the latest latest at least the most updated version of the ps4 okay. as a whole so i don't know but it's still pretty uh oh, absolutely exciting. absolutely bro. um what do you think that sony really needs to kind of like work on though like would you rather see their games come out and 
and then just be like, okay, well, you can fast travel without load screens, or what's something that you just really want to see with the PlayStation Five? As as far as PlayStation, like MLB, that's it. Well, I'm getting on <laughs> Xbox, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, as all, for for the PS Five, um, and, and even next gen console, whether. <laughs> Google Stadia stays alive or not? Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't think it's going to be a very good for him. Um, PCs and so on and so forth. You know, I I don't really know what I truly want because I'm I'm satisfied with what my current gen console does. I really am. I don't I don't care too much about load screens. It gives me time to look at my damn phone while yeah. I go between shit and here and gives me time to you know bite my nails if I got to or take a drink or or, or run to the bathroom or some shit like that. Um, it's also going to get to the t- to the point where you won't have time to do shit. It's just yeah. going to go, go and go and go and go. Um, but if I honestly had to pick, it'd probably be load times. Um, to start up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, with all the DLC and everything that I've got into it, it takes about two and a half to three minutes for it to load up. Yeah, completely. And let's get into it and go. Yeah. Um, I am starting to experience some um some frame rate frame rate issues on odyssey uh-huh. on the xbox one s on and on my tv so um i don't know it's just because there's so much stuff that i have going on in there that's possibly for sure the reason yeah um so um what oh just a little bit get in my mouth get, in shove my mouth. the mic in your mouth so um um other than that i you know i i guess i guess i want a more smooth game i guess you could say and like in assassin's creed look when i go to assassin say no assassinate someone mm-hmm. and i shove my spear into someone's head i want it to look like i'm shoving it in my head i mean in their head in your head uh, yeah <laughs> um i want it to look like i want to watch the spear penetrate and exit yeah and in assassin's creed you just get that glitch where blood splatters and it goes through the skull you know i want ultra you know i it, it's it's gonna be a lot to ask for but I want that ultra-realistic feel when I do something like that. Well, you know, one thing, too, that, that does bother me a little bit, and I and I know that the that some of these games are the ones that are going to be on both, like, PS4, Xbox One, and then also PS5 and Xbox Series X, is that from what I'm reading, when Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out, it's only going to be really playable at, like, 4K, 30 frames per second on... PS5 and Xbox Series X, which is understandable, but at the same time, it does irritate me because, like, like with, for instance, with Xbox Series X, like, 60 frames per second is supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be, hey, this is with every game. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I would kind of expect the same exact thing with PS5. Um, now, mind you, the CPU on the Series X is a tad bit better. It's got eight, ti- uh, eight times core with um, a 3.8 uh, gigahertz uh, custom Zen 2 CPU, and then the PS5s is just eight times Zen 2 core with a 3.5 gigahertz. CPU. I, I, as, as you're comparing stats, I will throw this out there. If if you receive the Game Informer magazine this last month issue that we received, you re, you, you need to go in there and read it. It'll give you a nice nice description between the when the, between the both of them. Yeah, exactly. So. The GPU as well, uh, the GPU in the Xbox Series X is 12 teraflops 
Um, uh, I don't know the, the exact terminology on there. I know it's just 12 ter- teraflops compared to the PS5, which will have 10.28 teraflops. A minuscule difference. People. Minuscule difference. But yeah, I think you'll be able to see a couple of little things. Yeah. Now, the, the SSD drive, um, I don't... Where is it at? Internal storage. SSD drive is a little bit better on the PS4. PS5. Um, or the PS5, I'm sorry. On the PS5, it'll process things a little bit better and get the load screens and stuff like that kind of gone yep. quicker. So that's pretty much the difference. Like, I think both of these consoles are going to have stellar graphics. Um, I think that both of these consoles are going to be something that um, are they're really going to kind of teach us um, teach us to kind of love things a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like when when we when we really look at consoles now, instead of us looking at them and being like, you know, I fucking love my Xbox. It's way better than PlayStation. I think we're going to, hopefully, I'm going to see it go to that point that everybody's just going to start loving the games instead of loving the consoles. You know, because they're, they're pretty similar. Like, oh, no, absolutely. Almost the same exact console. I, and they exactly are the exact same console yes. with, the, with, the, with the give here and there. Yeah. The only difference, honestly, between the two consoles when they come out will be exclusives and will be the controllers. Exactly. And that's fucking it. Yep. So, um, anyways, also, um, it, it, it's cool to see that um, and see that the fact that it's going to be 100 times faster and whatever else. But one thing I will say is... There's one game that I hope runs 100 times faster on both consoles, and that's going to be Call of Duty. One thing that me and TJ and Bolts all have in common is we all love playing Call of Duty. We really do. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a great game. It looks fantastic. Me and Bolts got to sit down and see it at E3 this past year. Walked out, jaws hitting the floor like that's fucking it, bro. can't wait. Um, so... Supposedly, Call of Duty is reaching back into the cookie jar of the Black Ops series. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is rumored to be coming out in 2020 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Um, Now, this rumor has been kind of swirling around for some time now, but they're also saying that there is a possibility... That the Cold War uh, announcement is going to actually be teased in Call of Duty Warzone. Now, now when they say Cold War, are they talking about like Cold War with Russia? Cold War, yes. Okay. Why? Well, no, no, no. That that's no. Well, I, I, I was thinking about like Antarctic, like you no, know, Ice no, Age. No, no, Sid. No, he's no. like, no. I just <laughs> No, no. I, I don't. I don't mind that at all. Absolutely. I, I think. I think. The, the, I think playing against Russia or or fighting as Russia as an enemy, enemy is getting to its limits. I really am. And what, when, when you said Cold War, I'm thinking, what if they go to this whole? I'm not talking like like. You know, post-apocalyptic world, not oh, not, not yeah, like yeah. like crazy ass you. mutants and stuff like that. But you're 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 the world government trying to rebuild itself, and you've got these you know this these groups that are trying to take over the world as a post. You know, that's where I kind of where I thought that. Well, was, I mean, that would be kind of cool. like Metro Exodus. Or well, you know Metro. what? I, well, you know what I always say. What, the bro? one Call of Duty I want. What what is it? Spartan Call of Duty. That's what I want. <laughs> it was in the works. There's released leaked out. <laughs> Artwork of a Spartan like Roman Call of Duty. It, I'm telling you, bro, it would be fucking 
Amazing. I don't. I just can't see it, listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. Call of Duty's about guns, not no. Well, listen, bro. Think about stuff. it. Okay, they've done. I know. I know. They've done games like this. They're very successful. I know. I just. I don't. Far, think it, hey, Far Cry Primal was one of the biggest selling first-person shooters. I just. It's. I don't. It's not a Call it would of be Duty. Great, bro. I just it would not be a Call of Duty. I'm just Dave. telling you. I know. You, I know. It would be great. I know. Could you imagine having a war zone with oh, Spark? My God. Where you got to run across the map just to hack someone with a sword? I would fucking love it. I would play the shit out of Call of Duty Roman Warfare. <laughs> That's the name. That's the name. Call of Duty Roman 100 Warfare. 100 square miles to throw your sword in. No, I can't do it, yes, bro. Yes, bro. Uh-uh. Yes. What have you been doing for the last 30 minutes? There's someone on the other side of this map. I, I've been trying too. to throw this fucking spear at. Fuck that shit. Oh, my God. It would be so great. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. And, like, in Warzone, you have a fucking event that, like, you're in Rome, and you're running all around, and there's, like, 60 to 100 people in this map, and blah, 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 and then they get pissed off. They do this, like, certain little unlock shit, like, fucking, uh, you know, the, these dudes have been doing in the new war zone yeah and then fucking zeus pops down and everybody's got to face off against zeus how awesome would that be oh my god i don't i don't know or, bro. bro or a bunch of fucking minotaurs pop down and you all have to face <laughs> yes bro yes i need call of duty roman warfare now that's what i need no anyways call of duty cold war um is possibly for sure going to get announced this year these bunkers um, have been unlocked by um, a good chunk of uh, big-time Call of Duty players. No J456 is one of them. Uh, TJ's a big fan of his. Um, he actually did the unlock of that. Um, and it goes into this area. You find this one area that's all fogged up. You push this button, it releases a gas, and you see like a nuke. Yeah. Um, and the nuke is being built. And then there's a timer. And it counts down from 10 to 0, and then it restarts. So I think one day they're going to do an event and everybody can like do it. Log the in. map yeah. is going to be nuked and then they're going to show off a trailer to the new Call of Duty for sure. Because, I mean, and they're saying with this rumored Call of Duty, this new Black Ops called, uh, Cold War or whatever, it's supposed to be as gritty uh, it's supposed to have this new gritty feel like the Modern Warfare, the new Modern Warfare has. Well, so. if they're going to do Russia, it's going to absolutely have the feel. Because I'm telling you, Russia is one of the most ruthless what? countries out there. Like, Russia don't play. <laughs> Russia don't play. You say you say something about them, they'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. They'll get, get you. They'll get you, Megan. Anyway, so um, I wish TJ was here to kind of give his insight on that, but... Call of Duty, Cold War, or, you know, Call of Duty Roman Warfare. I mean, come on. It, was, it sells itself. Roman Warfare, guys. Think about it. Customizing your fucking character to have, like, some bull helmet and all this fucking crazy-ass armor with I, this cool-ass fucking... I can, I can do that in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, think about that, bro. Bro, those, those battles, the battles that you have, what are they called? Conquest battles. Uh-huh. The conquest battles in, in Assassin's Creed. Think about having that in, like, first person with all these motherfuckers running at you. Oh, bro. I'm already... I'm going to pre-order it. Have fun, bro. I'm going to go and put 60... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and put $100 on a GameStop gift card. I'm going to leave it on there. And I'm going to write Roman Warfare pre-order. <laughs> it's already pre-ordered in my mind. Anyways, so uh, the next topic of news, um, we're talking about a PlayStation exclusive. The Last of Us 2 is much more open than the previous Last of Us. 
And it may get you to the point where you miss out on full scripted events. Naughty Dog has confirmed that the game is a lot more open than the previous game. In a quote, it says, In the in this game, we've gone so far into making the level design open that there are actual entire story moments, entire combat encounters, full scripted sequences that may be completely missed by the player. And there are things that we feel that like... Uh, we feel like even though a portion of our players may miss the fact that the fact that when you do encounter them, you feel like you discovered them, it lends to the charm and the magic of the game's universe. So, what do you think about that, Bulls? Um, I love it. Um, I am a I am a explorer. I am I am a try to uncover one hundred percent of every map that I play. Um, I have learned that from. Not necessarily Grand Theft Auto games, but open world games, um, especially Borderlands, um, and and of course Assassin's Creed games. Um, I love the the the, the reason I, I I've got to that point. Assassin's Creed has got so much lore and history that they put into the games that you want to go around and you want to find these monuments, you want to find these historical locations, and you want to see see what. Ubisoft put into these games. You really, really do. And as far as The Last of Us goes, if there's story modes out there on characters and, and stuff like that that I have to go find, you're damn right I am. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool aspect as well. It's actually kind of something that we've seen in games like uh, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption 2. Absolutely. And Red Dead's another thing. Man, look, let me tell you something about Red Dead. If Red Dead is, I am not a Western game player. I fucking hate Western games just because it just, the, the Wild Wild West was never interesting to me at all. Zero. Zilch. No, no, no Dirty Harry. No, no Clint Eastwood. No John Wayne. Barely was able to watch Lonesome Dove. Tombstone was all right. I'm just saying, it's just not my cup of tea. Now, if you get into Red Dead 2 and you're sitting there and you're actually exploring that map, going and finding stuff, man, there's some, there's some amazing amazing things to find out there and it's just it's 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 a it's it's it's, it's truly awesome that it is that these bro. developers put these nits <clears throat> these these knickknacks all over these maps of small little things you know you walk up to a house and there's a window busted and there's blood hanging off the windowsill and you walk in and there's an entire family been massacred oh my god and, and Bolts. i'm just saying you motherfucker i totally forgot about that yeah you know and shit like that and you go to another house and then it's like boarded up because people have been infected with like leprosy or some yeah. shit there's so much there's <sighs> so much stuff in the nick and crannies Bolts. of video games like that that was such it's, a fucked up part of the game too, it was bro it, like it was on the top of a mountain right it's like I you ride was, all yeah. the way up there yeah. and i saw it and i was like this is a nice little house and i like i was like <laughs> Like shit, I was like, I'm gonna go in there and rob these motherfuckers because uh-huh. I saw like smoke coming uh-huh. out of the chimney. Now I walk in there and like, there's two kids dead. Yeah, and yeah. there's like, like the mom and dad are fucking murdered too. And the, oh my god, I, I'll tell you that. And 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 we're, we're, we're talking about open world games and and finding you know Easter eggs and and, and stuff here and there. Um, you know, the, the last of us too. If, if if it's gonna be that expansive and that big, yeah, that's so awesome that they're putting separate storylines for the characters. You oh, know, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You go to the highest peak, you find a sword in the stone on the top of a mountain. Dude, what? Yeah, buddy. Nah. Yes, bro. you do. And and I found that by accident because I was like, I'm gonna go to the highest peak, rode my horse up there, and everything. You know, and I got to the top, and there was just there was a sword in the stone. And it's, it said, was it, was it sword in the stone? It was a sword in a stone. Or was it more or less like, did it look like something out of, uh, did it look like something out of, uh, oh my God. 
Right there. What? The, uh, Dark Souls. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. It was it was a sword of stone like Excalibur or, or awesome, something man. like that. And it's just at the top of the mountain, just yeah. chilling. No, 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 no rhyme or reason, but shit like that. You know, you go explore and you find weird shit, or you find Dementis or D morbid, or or you know, crazy shit. You know, that's what I like. And the last stuff is too. If they're doing that, it's gonna be. And I, I know you're not much of an explorer besides maybe. Oh, no, you know, more, you know, you know like what I'm talking I think about. it's more or less. You know, because like I'm gonna tell you the reason why I couldn't really get into Assassin's Creed. No, no, I'm not talking. No, about no, no. It. I'm saying like. I'm agreeing with you. I think the reason why I couldn't really get into Assassin's Creed Odyssey is so much. <laughs> so much shit, bro. I'm just it's saying. Because there's so much stuff, and also I burnt myself out on doing that in Red Dead Redemption too. Oh, and, and that's absolutely you understandable. Know you know, I, I had to give. You know, I, I play Borderlands religiously. Yeah. And Borderlands just got shit all over the place mm -hmm. to go find. And, you know, before you know it, you before you even get to like the next phase of the level, you've already done 37 missions, and yep. you're like, Good Lord, there's just so much shit. But and like an Assassin's Creed, and I'm sure Last of Us. What what city do they base the Last of Us in? Do you know? Is um, it a real city or? Oh yeah. Is it like New York? Is it? Remember, part of it was in Texas. There that's, was, that's right. It was that's really right. crazy. It was really awesome. Is I'm pretty sure at the first scene, whenever like Joel and his brother get in the car, right. and his daughter gets in there with him, they're driving. I'm pretty sure there's a sign. It either said Nacogdoches or Huntsville. Did it really? Okay, yeah. See. And I was like, ah, East see. Texas. Right. But 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 shit like that. Depending on where they're going to be at in this game, there's going to be. You know, because it's, of course, it's going to be overrun. It's going to be, you know, if, if stuff is falling apart, you know, if they're in a stadium or in a city and there's like a big stadium or something like that, you can see it, you know, completely falling apart and stuff yeah. like that. You could go around and see stuff. I absolutely love the fact that they're putting that shit in there. I think it I also it. drove up there to Seattle and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Like, I just, yeah, it was everywhere. I, I, I'm glad they're putting the extra, the extra guts into the game because it only makes it that much more playable. Me too. And especially the fact that it's really weird weird literally the game comes out in one month that's insane do you realize do you realize like in two weeks it is june 1st yeah it is six months until christmas you know what's it really is nice five months until the next gen consoles is come out in like three uh in, well how many weeks did you say and like weeks? two weeks is june 1st in, in like two and a half to three weeks we would have been going to e3 i'm gonna talk to you right now <laughs> Yeah. Just say we would have been. Yeah. But I knew. I knew. Like I saw all that stuff happening and I was like, they're gonna cancel it. So but it's it, just bro. it's it's insane how fast the 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 world is moving and everything is upon us. Last of Us Two is gonna be an amazing game. An absolutely amazing game. And if they're putting the extra guts and, and, and everything into the game, it's honestly only gonna make it that much I'm better. I'm telling you, man. If if I'm able to have the ability of like go and search for a mission, and like you know, recently what they've been doing is they've been re, uh, releasing like little videos to where right. it shows like Ellie's survival skills. Absolutely, absolutely. And it looks amazing. Um, if I have the ability of like going and actually exploring instead of it being like, well, I can't go by, uh, past a certain area or whatever. I know it's not going to be a fully open world game, but it's much larger. So each level that that loads up. You're going to be able to take advantage of the of that level and actually explore things, and it seem like something new Absolutely. instead of something that you've already played. So, uh, moving on to the next topic, this is really cool news. I feel bad for Bolts. He's obviously going to have to come over when when this comes out, which comes out in exactly two months. Mm -hmm. uh, Ghost of Toshima or Toshima. 
Tsushima? Tsushima? Shush- <laughs> I've been Shushima? saying it wrong. Dara's like, you know it's not Toshima, right? I was like, oh. It doesn't matter. Um, the combat is going to be very challenging. Um, and it says here a couple of blows could actually kill you. This will, this will be this. This may actually force a few people not to play the game. Supposedly, a few people that had had either played it, yeah, so far. I'm like, man, it's hard. I can't wait. That um, that's what I love. Yeah, about you know Sekiro and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So uh, challenges. It amazing. says in an interview, uh, in an IGN interview, game director Nate Fox had said the challenge of the game came from Sucker Punch's desire to honor the lethal of uh, the lethality, lethality. Of the sword. As such, players won't mow down a few foes as easy as they expect. There's a quote right here from Fox. It says, We are trying to make a grounded game in the sense that a couple of blows from an enemy can kill you. The game is very challenging. We have three words to describe the combat. Mud, blood, and steel. We absolutely honor the lethality of the sword. We watch samurai movies and people go down with one or two strikes. And that is embedded inside of this combat. Beating Mongols in a battle will be hard, but it is a challenge that makes it feel alive and uh, and, and the victor- victory rewarding. You, can, you can't just run into a camp uh, and have five people on there and like take them on. And be overwhelmed. So I'm like, fucking challenge Son accepted. Because <laughs> um, that's my thing. But what's cool about it is that they did show. They didn't show him run into the camp right. and storm. It was like. Right. But they showed in the latest video, which you and me both watched. Yes. yes. Um, they showed one mode to where you can just like walk in there, take the people on head to head. And you could tell whoever was playing it was being, you know, they were being strategic. They were like, okay. This dude's attacked me. I have to block. I got to watch my side, yep, yep. whatever. Got to do what I have to do. And then they had the ghost mode. Tori was like, instead of going in there in the middle of the day, he waits until night. He brings his mask down. I'm like, this is so bolts. Oh, this yeah. is bolts. Yeah, buddy. Um, and it's just like Captain Redbeard said on Twitter. He's like, if you're waiting, if you've been waiting for the feudal Japan Assassin's Creed, you may want to play Ghost of Tsushima. So, um, I, I just think this game is going to be unbelievable. It I think it's going to be, be unbelievable. that video that they released recently blew my socks off, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the customization, the visuals, the ability of like literally, you could literally play the entire game right when you start in full on 100% Japanese dialogue. And also you could turn on a samurai mode. That makes it all black and white and rainy and shit. And it makes you feel like you're watching an old school samurai movie. Like, bolts. You're like, I'm buying a PlayStation 4 just to play this. <laughs> what do you think, bro? Um, I, I have been waiting. You know, the the first time we heard about this and, and, and read bits and pieces of about it, um, I was, I've always been a big, big supporter of Feudal Japan. Yeah. I absolutely love that time frame. Uh, the Mongols and stuff like that. You know, I've, I've watched, you know, these over-the-tops um, uh, Japanese movies and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, I've watched you know stuff on Netflix and and I just I just love that time frame, um, just the, the the way you know the Japanese and and stuff like that present themselves over history, you know they've been some of the most you know don't get shit twisted they've been some of the most cruel individuals of of yeah. all time oh yeah um, but they're such structured and organized and and disciplined and and respect and it's just it's amazing and this game just from what we watch it just 
it brings all that to life. You it know? does, bro. It soaks it all in, and it makes you realize that a, a company like Sucker Punch loves developing fucking games. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sucker Punch, I'm going to say it right now to you guys. Hopefully, you'll hear this. Me and Bolts, we literally, like, we praise you guys. Like, Absolutely. You guys are the epitome of what development teams are about not only are you pouring your your heart and soul into this game you're pouring your heart and soul into this game because you want to make it as authentic as possible and there's a quote right here from mr fox that says this uh or from fox that says this one thing we didn't show in the state of play which i wish we had was the games featuring of the duels against other expert swordsmen uh, this is a classic samurai stuff. Those fights are incredibly difficult, and they were driven from personality and getting this, getting solved in the most cinematic ways possible, which is also true uh, true to the fantasy. You need to study your opponent and understand how they attack in order to win. And see, that's another thing. You know, back back in the day, back in feudal Japan, if you if you read any of the history, they would have samurai duels to end conflicts. Yeah. You know, it'd be a mono a mono. You win or we win, and they go home or we get you know stuff like that. And 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 in this game, if you're able to make decisions and stuff like that based on if I could fight this one man or if I go to this camp, you know, so on and so forth. That's 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 awesome. I yeah, love bro. that. I'm so excited about it, and I cannot wait to play the game. It's going to be a beautiful experience, and it's just weird. It's weird that. We have so much gaming to do this year, bro. I mean, you, fucking well, just think shit. about just think about it from basically from what was the last big title that came out off the top of your head? Um, I don't know exactly. You know, Doom, Doom Eternal, Doom Eternal. Okay, and e- e- even Not at times, March. yeah, e- even even people at times are like, well, it's just Doom Eternal. It's a first person yeah, shooter, yeah. you know. Um, Cyberpunk was supposed to come out in April. Yeah. That was supposed to hold us off until until freaking the holiday season, yeah. basically. You know, in all reality, that was supposed to hold us off, and then that got pushed back. So basically, for four or five months, we haven't had shit to play. Yeah. Except for you know, you do Eternal and, and and the games that come out here and there. We haven't and had shit to play. Now you think about it. Now we're about to get the Last of Us Two. We're fixing to get overwhelmed with with greatness, bro. We're about to get the Last of Us Two. We're about to get, um, we're about to get the Last of Us Two. We're about to get Ghost of Tsushima. We're going to get um, in August. Um, we're getting another game, which I'm going to talk about in just a second, which is a huge title. Um, then in what September? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, and then and then holiday seasons. Right, holiday the corner, season. Bro. We're getting new consoles. We're getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, my God, bro. We got so much gaming to do. Man. It's on the verge of greatness, man. It is, bro. It really and, is. And, and these titles coming out this year. Are gonna? It's gonna be one of the greatest years in in in, in the gaming di- industry. It, it, it is, bro, and it's so crazy too because I've seen a lot of people online like kind of hating. I've seen some people online kind of be like, "Man, we really got a lot of good games out there." I'm like, "Just your your fist get your fist get bum rushed." Yeah, I'm gentlemen. telling you, bro. Fist get um, bum rushed. So this is a little weird. Um, reports, rumors have been reported that um, elite Silent Hill reboot for PS5. Is coming out according to the leaker. PT, PT, bitches. According to the leaker, they are 100 sure that it, that in 2018, Konami began shipping around two pitches to fund the development of sil- a Silent Hill reboot, as well as an episodic Silent Hill game uh, in the vein of Until Dawn. I guess, kind of like you know. 
I, I don't know how I feel about that, bro. An episodic Silent Hill look, game. Look, look, I am, I am, I'm not totally against episodic games, but I fucking hate them. Just give, <laughs> <laughs> just give me the shit and let me play it, okay? I'm not totally against them, but fuck you, episodic shit. You know, you, you know the, the, the Telltale games were, were great in their own mind, yeah. but just let me buy it, let me download it, let me wait 16 hours to download 100 gigabytes of Xbox. I just let me play this shit. Now it says here too, not long after that, this insider got word that there was a Silent Hill game in development at Sony Entertainment uh, or Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan, an internal PlayStation studio located in Japan. According to Dust Goldman, uh, this was this is all they know for the hundred for a hundred percent. However, they've heard. Plenty of other details as well, and while they aren't 100% on this, they do trust the sources that came to them. So, I don't know. It says the leaker also clarifies that the project has nothing to do with Hideo Kojima's uh, Hideo Kojima or the canceled Silent Hill game, um, which I just wish I just wish there was some way they could have just released it because PT yeah. was fucking creepy as fuck. It was one of the best gameplay footage you've ever seen in your life. It was nuts, bro. It really was. But I agree with you, Bolts. I I don't want to see an episodic Silent Hill. I don't want to see episodic games in general. You know, if I want to watch episodic some shit, I'd just watch a a TV show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I I would rather have the full experience day one. And and I'm going to tell you this. Some people may take this harshly, but I'm not going to play Final Fantasy VII. I'm not because this one is—it's not the full game, right? No, it's, no, it's episodes. It's episodes. Fuck so, that. But I mean, it's a full game. Yes, at the end of the day, after how many fucking episodes they decide to release, yeah, like it's going to be full from game. From what they're saying, that Final Fantasy VII, because like Matt reviewed it, and he said, yes, there are more games to come in the Final Fantasy VII series or whatever, but it is a full gaming experience. But at the same time, it's it, like to me, it's not. It's not. It's not you a know, game. It's, it's not. It's not the full original game. No, because after you beat one thing, you got to wait for something else to come out. I mean, fuck yes. We understand. You put a lot of work into it. It got pushed off a lot. But damn, bro. Like, for real. Just fucking release the game you, as a, you as know, a it's collection. Funny. It's, funny. it's funny. It's like, well, it got pushed off, so we're going to release part of it and push off the rest of it. That's it makes no fucking sense, bro. It makes no sense to anyone that. And I'm is a in big Final right Fantasy mind. person. Yeah. And I'm not playing this shit because yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna wait for episodes and episodes to come out. Yeah. Um. So we've talked about Fortnite here and there on the podcast. Yeah. We thought this Travis Scott thing was pretty cool. Uh, the concerts, whatever else. Um. Recently, they showed off um Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Um, in Fortnite, uh, they did a world premiere of the trailer in Fortnite, and uh, Jeff Keighley was there with the actor John David Washington to talk about the upcoming movie and all this other stuff. Um, but now, um, it is being said to be confirmed that it says just announced during the Tenet trailer premiere, Christopher Nolan is bringing one of his iconic films to Fortnite this summer. In full screen length for the fans. So I'm guessing they're going to, like, I guess to celebrate the release of Tenet, they're going to show off, like, one of Christopher Nolan's movies in the game, like, from start to finish. Um, Whatever. (laughs) No, like, it's cool. I mean, it would be awesome, like, if they did it around, like, I don't know, like, Batman... 
um, anniversary or something. They're like, hey, we're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna showcase Batman Begins inside of Fortnite. So I mean, that's cool. Like you can sit there with your for- as your Fortnite character, like watch a movie, or maybe you have the option to like. So know, so do we get to movie. fondle themselves while they watch this? I'm just I'm confused. Uh. I'm confused by it. the Travis Scott thing made sense to me. Like. It made sense to me because it was this big, huge, interactive, crazy world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was nuts because it was an interactive concert. He was jumping all over the place. The world was changing. But now it's like a, it was like we're going to have drive-up movies in the game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah but it, that and, just and, the, tra- and the Travis Scott thing was understandable because it was in the midst of this COVID-19 business. Yeah. You know, so everybody was sitting at the house. Well, slowly everything is opening up. Get your fucking ass out of the house. I just don't understand it in the perspective, too, of like... What is, I mean, I don't know. I guess I would understand it more if they actually showed off a movie that, like, instead of releasing it to theaters, like, we're showing off a full-length new Christopher Nolan movie on the inside of whatever. You know what I'm saying? I could understand that, okay, but I just... You could only watch it in Fortnite. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cool. Oh, shit, that's a big deal. You Absolutely. You only watch it in Fortnite. Absolutely. But then they're like, hey... We're just going to show one of his movies he's came out with before. I don't really understand it. It doesn't make sense to me at all. The world is changing and I don't like it! <laughs> <laughs> at all, man. It just That just doesn't make sense. So last, but certainly not least. Certainly not least. Certainly. Boom! Just out of nowhere. Mafia Trilogy has been announced. Comes in Mafia 1, 2, and 3. Mafia oh, 3 comes with all the DLC. And then, like, pff, no one really knew what was happening. Mafia 2, the day that the new trilogy came to the PlayStation Store, Mafia 2 dropped on the PlayStation Store and Xbox Store. Is that it? Mafia 2 as in the remake? Yes. Why as in Mafia 2 from... But X- it's uh, Mafia 2 instead... Is just a like 4K HD remaster. Oh, okay. You get 60 frames per second. Yeah. Um, which I like Mafia 2. It's good. Um, but Mafia 1 is going to be a full from the ground up remake. It will be, it's not just going to be new lighting. Well, I hope else. they do that shit to Mafia 2, too. No, they're not going to. Oh, fuck my life. Then I'm they, gonna, I think oh. they're, I think they're, listen. Why I think, the fuck would you do that? I think because possibly. I'm just, this is just me. I think the reason why, I think they're going to announce Mafia 4 sometime soon. And they just kind of wanted to get everybody a little taste of Mafia 2. Because I don't, I mean, you and me both know, Mafia 2 wasn't good as Mafia 1. That's just how I feel. Mafia 2 was fun. You know what I'm saying? But it just wasn't as as good as the first one. But Yeah, but if you're going to sit there and re-release the, right, never mind. Not my thing. Right? I don't know, bro. Right. They, but they, what, they're, what they're doing is Mafia 1 will be a full, from-the-ground-up remake, new engine, new graphics. Um, and they're even revoicing uh, like 80% of all the scenes. Um, everything is going to be brand new. Um, but Mafia 2 released uh, the other day, and it's like 4K remaster. I mean, it looks good. You know, 60 frames, looks good, whatever else. I, but- may, I may check it out. What, Mafia 2? Yeah. Uh, it's only twenty nine bucks. I'm not paying twenty nine dollars. Oh my <laughs> Never god! I'm not. I'm not gonna play twenty nine dollars for a remaster of something I've already played. That's. It. I'm just not. Would you? Would you pay nineteen? Probably. Yeah. Would you pay thirty nine for Saints Row? 
Saints Row Three. Yeah. No. Saints Row Three, the third remastered. I, I, I wasn't the biggest of fans of Saints Row Three. Saints Row the Third. I just. Oh, you liked Saints Row Two. Yeah. More. Yeah. So if they did that with Saints Row Two, not thirty nine, but I'd probably do twenty nine. Ground up remaster. Yep. Anyways, so Mafia, but Mafia Two or Mafia One, um, it's a better deal just to buy the whole package. Absolutely, but I also say this: Game Pass has got me spoiled, bro. I'm just I know like, it is. I understand. <laughs> it's hard for me to pay for shit that I don't <laughs> have to pay for. The whole package is fifty nine ninety nine for all three Ma- games. All three games. Yeah. So the definitive edition of. Mafia 1, or the, well, pretty much remastered. Mafia 2, and then Mafia 3, which comes with all the DLC and Mafia everything. Mafia 3, repetitive. Very repetitive. It's a great storyline, Great story. Yeah. Great graphics. Great music. The, the main character was amazing. The main character was unbelievable. But just... Damn. Oof, God, repetitive. Damn. So repetitive. Like <laughs> Red Faction Gorilla repetitive. Good God. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. No hate. Towards Deep Silver or Spearsoft or anybody, Volition Games for for Red Faction, but Gorilla. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> shout out to my boy TJ. Thanks for tuning into this episode. He didn't join us today, but he'll join us next week. Big shout outs to a hey, hey, big shout out to Ubisoft. They're having like a seventy five percent to eighty percent sell on their stuff today. They if are? anybody cares. What like stuff? Like, like for instance, for uh, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, Ultimate Edition, regular 120 is for 40 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. So I was just throwing that out there, y'all. Well, also... Um, hey, Uno is for $3. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn the fucking podcast off now. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Ultimate Edition, 120 you get it for 40 bucks. I think they're obviously, they're doing it as like a... They're doing most of it as a... Uh, Memorial Day weekend sale because PlayStation have is having a really big sale right now too. There's some games that you can get that are um, that are okay, reasonably cheap. Right. Um, like Dragon Age Inquisition Deluxe Edition, you can get it for five bucks. Um, but then um, you can also get the Assassin's Creed Trilogy. No way. Is that just three games? It's got to be one, two, and three. Assassin's Creed Trilogy is ten dollars. Assassin's Creed Syndicate nine bucks. Unity nine bucks. Assassin's Creed Black Flag nine bucks. Oh shit! Don't tell TJ that. Don't tell hey, TJ no, he that. just downloaded NBA Two K Twenty. Bro, I saw. He, he looked at me. And was like, I suck. I suck at this game. Um, what else, bro? Yeah, they are having a big Ubisoft sale. For, uh, Far Cry Four six dollars. Watch Dogs Two. Regular fifty, you get it for fifteen. That's really cheap. Um, Lego Jurassic World's eight bucks. Uh, Mad Max is only ten dollars. That's a great yeah. fucking game. Uh, For Honor, the complete edition with all the DLC, a regular hundred and ten, you get it for thirty-five. Damn. <laughs> There's oh some damn God. good deals out there, that though. Is a really good Shout deal. to Ubi, Ubisoft. Ubi out there doing it, doing up big. Um, why? Assassin's Creed and Andromeda is twelve dollars. Uh, it should be cheaper than that. You say Assassin's Creed Andromeda? Assassin's Creed Mass Effect Andromeda. I was, I was like, looking at Assassin's Creed. Hey, look, 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 I got the uh, the EA Access that I pay like $5 a month for, uh-huh. and I can download all any EA title that I want right now. That's a, that's a really good... Bro, 
Bro, I have like, NHL. I'm, I have NHL twenty downloaded. FIFA twenty, Madden twenty. I have fucking sports. I, I have all three Mass Effects downloaded. That I, I probably won't play, but they're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Battlefield One Revolution, which is like everything all in one, is only twelve dollars. Yeah, that's dude. a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, all right, guys, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check us out at Cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Cineleaks. Head back next week where we're going to talk about more stuff with the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and more. Follow Bolts on Twitter. <laughs> I am not the world's biggest Twitter. Do you still have login to that account? Bro, look. I think. Hold on. Please me, tell me you do. Hold on, fool. I think I have Is an, it Lord's, Lord Bolts? I, I think I have an app for that, but I don't have an app for that. <sighs> It's still active. I just don't ever use it. I don't ever. But, bro, come on. <laughs> you know how I am about social media. You know. I know you are about social media. I'm like, Psycho. get on Twitter. Psycho. Anyway, so, well, don't follow Bolts on on uh, on Twitter then. But you can follow me on Twitter, S0LEB. Also, follow me on TikTok at S0LEB. I post um, a lot of gaming centralized stuff. Um, and uh, be on the lookout, man. We may be having some pretty good news soon. I don't know. We'll have to see. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> I'm waiting. <laughs>